Welcome to the Alien Probe Podcast. I'm Doug, and joining me today again is Corey. Corey, how's it going? Welcome back. What's going on? Hey, it's going great. Glad to be back. Appreciate you having me back on. Sure. It's awesome. we got an awesome topic today, something that you brought to me and that I hadn't, um, honestly, hadn't heard of this guy before, and I don't know why, because <laughs> he's a plethora of, he's a cornucopia of information about um, extraterrestrials and um, UAPs and things. I mean, Richard Doty, or Rick, because, you know, we're good friends, not, we're in, so Rick Doty, um, he's Air Force, AFOSI, Air Force Office of Special Investigation, and he was counterintelligence, which makes me nervous, feels like a little bit of a debunker. What did you think about this guy? Um, yeah, the whirlwind, the whirlwind that is Richard Doty. Um, so I've known about this guy for a while. Uh, I've seen him on documentaries and, um, he kind of uh, disappeared a little bit. He had a documentary that came out a few years ago. I think it was 2017 uh, that was called Mirage Men. Um, and it was about his, uh, disinformation campaign that he did for the air force. Yeah. So, um, which is uh, the information in that is a little contradictory to some of the other interviews that we saw about him. Um, but yeah, he's been around for a while. Um, I think there was a lot of, uh, people that I think questioned his, um, the genuineness of his stories, but I think, um, over time, you know, similar to Bob Lazar, I think, uh, a lot of his information is either, uh, you know, proven to be either true or there's a lot of evidence to, point to the direction that's to state that, you know, he is probably telling the truth. But like you mentioned with him, you know, his whole career was basically disinformation. You got to kind of question uh, some of the information that he, that he puts out there. So, but it's really fascinating. I mean, he talks about a lot of stuff and, and even if a, a, a quarter of what he says is true, I mean, it's pretty amazing and uh, I hope it's true. <laughs> yeah. You know? I yeah, mean, I mean, he did a lot yeah. of investigations. He was based out of Kirtland. I can't. I thought it was Kirkland, but it's Kurt K I R T L A N D Air Force Base in Albuquerque, mm -hmm. New Mexico. Um, he uh, he was with Counter Intel, like we said, and um, he started in the summer of 1979. But he's pretty old. He's like I don't know how old he is now. The last thing I listened to, he was in his 70s. So um, he had special, he was in the special access program. So he got to see a lot of things he've seen, but the, I don't, did he see anything personally or did he just, I didn't see any, um, he's, well, we'll go off into a couple of things that he saw, but did he, but I, it was pictures, right? Mostly. Yeah. He talked, yeah. He talked about, talks about a lot of photos and documents that he saw um, there's another interview that I listened to where he did actually, um, it's kind, it's kind of weird. So, uh, so Paul Benowitz, who was, um, a gentleman, he owned a business. Um, and I think they said it was, he developed, uh, instruments for submarines. I think it was. So he was one of his his main um i don't want to say clients but one of the people that he was working with because paul benowitz seemed to have a lot of uh strange phenomena happening around him so he does he does talk about that he did see things such as orbs and uh craft and things actually 
firsthand with him. Yeah. And he didn't mention that in the documentary, which is which is kind of strange. So so he did. Um, I think he did say he did see some physical things, but uh, he saw yeah, the, I think for the most part, it, is, it might be secondhand. He it's saw the possibly. orb. The one thing, as you mentioned that, I remember now, he saw they were having him, or they were chatting in this room, and he was talking about the room having really high ceilings. And he's chatting with Benowitz and another gentleman, and the orb came into the room. Um, I think it was like basketball size, maybe. And it was floated yeah. around the room, and then it went up into the rafters and disappeared. And he yeah. looked at the other guy, and he said, or they said, is that, did you do that, Paul? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the other agent that was with him. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah. <laughs> it floated, it drifted away or whatever through the wall, whatever they do. Yeah, yeah, and he, and he said that that's how they, uh, that's their, um, that's the way that they uh, um, keep track of them, or, you know, that was like a reconnaissance drone, I think, or something to that effect is what he said. So he, he, he seemed, uh, at that point, he kind of, you know, acted like he was surprised and, you know, couldn't really explain what he was seeing. So, but yeah, I think a lot of it was um, possibly like secondhand or firsthand witness people that he talked to or, but yeah, the documents, but he, it, and we might be wrong on that. He might've actually seen something, um, you know, but, and that, and that's part of the, I think the problem is that, you know, how, how do you know he wasn't being, you know, being a targeted for disinformation. I mean, was right. that part of the, the whole plan? I mean, they seem to have like, you know, redundancies that go back and back and back. So, um, but yeah. Um, but still, I mean, yeah, I'd love to see those autopsy photos and everything that you talked about. I mean, my God. Yeah. He says he you know? saw, uh, as he went through, he said he's seen uh, four types of craft, you know, one's a small mm -hmm. one, like a Volkswagen all the way up to a 60 to 70 foot craft. And yeah. that, you know, he was aware of, remember, we've heard these stories about, you know, the people driving along in the car and the spacecraft that was having problems and it was dumping stuff out the bottom, you know, as it turns out, it was a, you know, emitter that, you know, we did a reverse, as he states, I should say, like a stating like I know it, but I don't. Um, <laughs> it was an emitter. We took us, we reverse engineered a craft. The big one, he says, like the 60-footer. And we reverse-engineered it, and we couldn't, rep uh, we couldn't reproduce the propulsion system. So we, in our ultimate wisdom, put in um, a nuclear um, propulsion system, and we were flying along with the emitter or the thing that makes it steer, I guess it, like, as directional or whatever. It started messing up. And so it ended up, and it had the filter, there was a filter, which I guess means it filtered out nuclear, maybe hazardous nuclear, you know, waste and things. And this kind of brings up the fact that if you get near, the, people have been getting sick when they get near these things. I mean, as I said that, as I just said that, I thought maybe this is why they're getting sick because they're near the reverse engineered one that we slapped in nuclear power. So anyway... It messed up, sends out all the nuclear, you know, the whatever byproduct out instead mm -hmm. of, you know, nice, clean, whatever. And then uh, yeah. it would shot it on a car. The car was there. The people, there was three people in the car, two ladies and a uh, child. And it sprayed the thing on this car. And then um, it managed to gain altitude again. And then it was picked up. 
wasn't picked up. It was escorted by, they said, 24 Chinook helicopters. <laughs> Never seen a place with 24. But um, And then another story was that there was 12. So, you know, who knows? What, yeah, yeah. Know. That, that's the and that's a pretty famous case. That's the Cash Landrum case um, that uh, it's pretty fascinating. But, yeah, basically, like you said, he, what he, state, he states that, yeah, that was a reverse engineered craft. Um, they couldn't uh, reverse engineer the propulsion systems, like you said. Um, and then, yeah, that one was malfunctioning. And uh, they actually ended up uh, suing the government. Yeah, but they didn't um, win. No, they didn't win. Um, but they had some, you know, some pretty uh, significant physical effects from that, that craft. Yeah. Um, and also, I think the car, too, I think um, you could actually visibly see where parts of the car had melted. Yeah, but they, um, think, yeah, but they didn't have, they said they, who knows what really happened, but they said that they didn't yeah, pick up any yeah. radioactivity when they, you know, examined the car. And radioactivity isn't going to go away. It's not something that, I know this much, I'm not a scientist, but if you something gets radiated, it doesn't dissipate in the next couple years even. It's going to stay there. Right. And right, uh, yeah. they didn't pick up any radiation. I believe he acknowledges the story. He's like, yes, yeah, what happened? <laughs> if they were still alive, they'd probably win based on what he stated about, you know, what happened to the, you know, what happened to them. I mean, that was a fascinating, it was, it was a weird tie-in because I'm like, oh, he's going to acknowledge that actually happened. Yeah. The, you know? Well, I think the, Ch the Chinooks were the one that, you know, when they saw the, the Chinooks, and I, I remember there only being two in the story that I read years ago. Um, but I think that that was their... Uh, you know, was trying to, that's what their, their basis for the, the lawsuit was that the military was involved. Um, you know, and you've really just got those three eyewitnesses. I think it was like a remote area on a Texas road, I believe is where it was. Um, but you know, it's, it's sad if that did happen. I mean, it's unfortunate if they did, uh, have those, those effects, which I think they did. I think they ended up getting cancer and I think there's a lot of photographs. You can actually track them down of, uh, you know, their hair falling out and their skin being burned and things like that. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of evidence, but you know, the government's not going to obviously admit to that, you know? Um, but, and I, and I doubt he's going to come forward as a witness, you know? And, no, he would never do that, know. but they're, right. they're passed away. I assume they're passed away now and that, you know, Yeah. but you could always have your relative, you know, you could always have relatives pick up the case. I mean, it's not like it goes away cause you're dead necessarily. So that's yeah. interesting that he came out with that. Um, but he did say that there's, you know, he has seen evidence of four, you know, the four types of craft and four types of uh, extraterrestrials. The Ebens. Now, I hadn't, have you heard that term before? He, he said it a couple of times. I had to look it up. I'm like, what the hell is an Eben? It's E-B-E-N. Yeah. It means something. Yeah. So, something? I mean, I've heard, I haven't heard Eben. Um, and I, I wonder if that's just kind of a slang. But I've heard E-B-E, which is... Uh, extraterrestrial biological entity um that's been referenced in multiple uh books and and you know science fiction and movies and things like that um they even they even referred to uh i know it's a little off topic but in the transformers movie the megatron was called eb1 or eb1 or something like that. oh really so there's it's a term that's been around but that would i think it's some type of like slang that they're probably using for that so even yeah he kept referring to even as the um, even yeah, well, it's yeah. A, like a, it's like a, even is like the typical gray, I guess. Right. And it's yeah. gray extraterrestrial. And yeah. um, that's what, that's like, I guess it's a general <laughs> slang term for them. 
uh, like you said. But it's just kind of interesting that that's one of them. One, then there's another kind too. You know, has insect, you know, arms, and then some of them have several joints. And again, none of these he saw personally that I'm aware of. That he's well, at least that he indicated himself. He saw pictures, but they said yeah. they were you know military type pictures where they're not state. You know, they're they you can well. He, you can do anything with photography, but, you know, he said they were, some of them were older and then they, um, then they advanced towards the more later, um, types. The other thing was the Roswell. Another thing that came out of this, which I didn't know, and I don't know if you did, I don't remember if we talked about this before, is the fact that the, the two Roswell crashes, I mean, this was a revelation, this deal was a revelation to me. And he states that, the one craft they they found originally in 47, he says it actually crashed in late 46. And they actually didn't pick it up until like 47, early 47. And yeah, then, there you know, the original. Sides. Yeah. And I always yeah. knew there was two. But yeah. he's, they, if you look at all these shows we watch, they, in the chronological order, it's like they found both of them kind of at the same time. You know what I mean? One was slid, slid down the, one of them exploded and left all this paper-like substance that, you know, comes unwatted magically type of stuff and the, the girder-looking yeah. thing with the writing. And yeah, then, he, you know, good. No, it's like, yeah, he said, um, it's, and he said, he said specifically, he said it, it's kind of disgusting, like, yeah. and he said this a couple times about, he said that the information about Roswell is so inaccurate and he said there's so many, you know, books out there and, and references to it. Then he said the information is incorrect. So, um, which uh, w- wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it's an event that you had multiple witnesses, um, you know. And so, yeah, but the two crash sites, what was strange, he said. So there was the one, which I think they, they recovered fairly quickly. Um, but then there was the other one that he said it was months later. And he said the bodies by that time. Had no, it's two, it was two years later. Um, it was 49. He said some... You said yeah, in forty nine, kind of, uh, ranch found you know found the other craft and yeah um, yeah and so the but de- there was, decomposed bodies in it and stuff yeah 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 and uh, but, but there was a couple things he said that were interesting um, that for instance that so the so the beings that the Roswell um, if you look at a lot of the the eyewitness descriptions. They have features that are similar to the gray, so they got the large heads, the large eyes, but they don't have the black eyes, and they've always been kind of referred to as like almost looking like children. Yeah. Um, and he talked about, uh, and I don't know if he was talking about these specifically, but he talked about them having like you know irises, which are almost like cat eyes. Um, and I've heard that before. Like I've heard people talk about that, that you know reference that towards them. But um, yeah, but. I think chronologically, it still kind of fits within, you know, everything that happened. So he, he states that the two craft collided. Um, he saw drawings. He didn't see photographs, but he saw drawings of the craft and the damage. Um, another thing to make note, too, is that the craft that he described, which wasn't a saucer, was actually, a, he said, I think believe he said it was like an egg-shaped. That's an oval. Um, kind of an oval Yeah, shape. which is kind of like a, a rounded kind of delta shape. That's kind of a very... Uh, uh, pretty common description of the craft that was on there. So, um, you know, you've got that one debris field that Marcel found that had all the, you know, everything was kind of, that That might have been the collision site. 
And then he had the other two craft, one went this way, one went that way. One was located, and then the other one, according to him, wasn't located for a few years later. Um, right. And then the damage, he said, specifically looked like the craft had, had collided. Um, he didn't know what had caused the craft. He said, you know, he did mention lightning storms, but he didn't know specifically what brought them down. So yeah, they um, ran into each other is what, you know, basically said they just ran it because you could tell, he said, you could clearly tell by the damage on both that it was determined yeah. that they, now the lightning may have caused whatever caused that, you know? Yeah. Who knows? And yeah, who knows? Could have been a bird strike. Bird strike. <laughs> I mean, geese. Yeah. So, so it, didn't it wouldn't surprise me if the information about that is uh, kind of all over the place. Uh, but I, I think for the most part, I think people know kind of, you know, what took place and what de went down. And um, obviously he's got, he's privy to more information. But I thought it was interesting that he only saw drawings and he didn't actually see uh, photographs of anything from that. So that's a little, um, you know, like I said, who knows if they're feeding him disinformation. Um, but, you know, one of the things about him is he's just so... Um, and man, he, he's like a, a, you know, like a dream witness. I mean, the guy loves to yeah. talk, you know, he just, he'll just sit there and talk and then, you know, just go and go and, you know, and like Lazar who kind of gets uncomfortable and, you know, has migraines when he's talking and things like that. Dodie's just like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll tell you anything you want to know. This guy never shuts um, up. It's yeah. almost too much. You know what almost, I mean? Almost. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you know, for his, that job, I mean, he probably, you gotta be an intelligent person. Right. Yeah. They don't recruit, you know, when they recruit to do stuff like that. I mean, they're not just going to pick, you know, Joe Blow that just wants to go, you know, load aircraft and things like that. You have to have like a type of, you know, probably a propensity to have that type of um, ability to retain a lot of knowledge and things like that. So, um, yeah, he's fascinating. I, I don't know. Um, I wish I could talk to him. <laughs> I wish I could interview him. You probably could. The last <laughs> podcast you sent me, so that guy only had 80 episodes. I mean, he's not giant. Probably oh, call really? him. Yeah, I'm, I should probably see if we can. I don't think he would. You know, we're probably not big enough for him. But yeah. he likes to have his name out. If you look it up, like you sent me that one on that odd podcast platform. I couldn't get it on that, but it was on Spotify, like you said. Mm -hmm. The next one where that guy and that guy isn't big, and he ended up, and he didn't. You know, it was kind of weird because he didn't know. We talked about Dulce, which is one of my favorite stories, which is probably not true, but. Yeah. The guy, the interviewer didn't know that Dulce is really, the theory is it's attached to Los Alamos because that's a base, not really a base, but it's a research facility, government research facility mm -hmm. that is, um, you know, that's very close. And that's where we develop the um, nuclear, you know, the, the bomb, you know, the nuclear right. bomb. And that's why, you know, and that's where, you know, that... Um, the story was that we developed a higher that area. And we're going to jump off real quick, but the area is was uh, monitored by a higher radar type initially, mm -hmm. and it cre it caused uh, the Trinity. I don't know if it's a Trinity crash. Where it, I guess they yeah, said the it was a Trinity, Trinity crash. Trinity where it had yeah. multiple crashes where four of them went down all at once because we use this different type of radar that caused some th them to crash which yeah you have, you, have you ever been there no no okay yeah when i went to new mexico actually you can drive out to the um it's on the it's on the road they got a sign but they you can see the trinity site and you can actually see uh the white sands test range in the background like you really? can see it, it's out far enough yeah where you can actually visibly see it um yeah it's pretty fascinating adult dulce is a whole nother um 
I don't, I didn't really know a lot about that. I've heard, you know, things about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it, it wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if there's some complex or underground complex or something out there that is attached to each other. And, uh, you know, and it's pretty remote. I mean, even just driving out there, it's, you know, there's nothing out there. You can Archuleta Mesa is actually what it's called. The actual location in Dulce. Dulce mm-hmm. is a little town that's there. Yeah. And his story is there's nothing there. He's completely debunking the, and the story is that there was a tunnel complex under there, and that there were extraterrestrials that were hostile. And I know you don't you don't subscribe to the hostile extraterrestrial <laughs> theory. Well, I, I, theory. I, mean, I just <laughs> yeah, it's I I've you know uh, anything that I've read, I've never heard of them actually being aggressive unless they were you know aggressed upon first. Um, so yeah, the, the one story about the guy that got into the firefight with them, you know, it just doesn't make, I mean, first of all, they're, they're carrying around like laser weapons or guns or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, what is it, what is, what is a detachment of like, uh, uh, special force, you know, forces grays doing down with a bunch of laser guns. Well, they know, got in a fight. Or... They had lasers. I don't know what we had, but they had, we sent in special operations down there cause we accidentally drilled into the, or they drilled through and got into our tunnel cause we dug tunnels. And everybody's digging tunnels in there, and there was a firefight, and there was some battle, and then they said, then they closed it. I looked at, I Google Earth it today. I was curious because he said there's nothing up there now. Well, I Google Earth, and there's a facility at the top of the mesa, so it's you know I don't know if it's today because Google Earth can be whenever. Yeah, you talking about where all the the antennas and stuff are? Yeah, there's some see. antennas and buildings. There's not just some antennas, like it's. There's buildings up there. It's sparse, yeah. not yeah. old I, buildings either. They look pretty new. I I did see um, there was an episode of oh god, what was it? I want to say I want to say UFO hunters, but I'm not 100 percent positive on that. And the, one of them or a couple of them were out with a um, a local Native American. I think I want to say he was part of the the tribe police. I think. Yeah. And he was. They were out. And he was he was showing them, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Where uh, uh, it's almost like a air vent in yeah. the middle of yeah. New Mexico, and yeah, and it was camouflaged, and it was literally in the middle of nowhere. And he was just showing them that yeah, these things are out here. So um, you know, there's probably obviously some type of underground you know facility or something that's that's going. You know, I don't I don't know. It's kind of strange, but yeah, it was kind of weird. And I don't know if that was just for the show or what. But um, yeah, he, he talked about yeah that one quite a bit on the, I think one of the other interviews that that I listened to. Um, so I don't who knows man white yeah White Sands is a that's that's kind of a crazy place. I mean yeah 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 he had a lot of he has a lot of interesting stories. But yeah the the Dulce thing was yeah and then he said that the guy Bill Moore I think is the guy's name that said that he. Um, Bill Moore was, I think it's Bill Moore or something like that. Um, yeah, it's Bill Moore. He was a, U, a UFO. Well, he was the author, but then the guy that yeah. was the electrician dude that said he was in the firefight or yeah, was Phil there. Sh- Phil Schneider? Is that right? Yeah. I believe, I believe it's Phil Schneider. Yeah, he's the one that, uh, um, I, I don't know what he was doing. They said they surprised him, like went down in an elevator or something and surprised a bunch of. Yeah, he was doing some digging down there, doing some work. Yeah, which then, I mean, 
is nobody communicating <laughs> with each other. It's like, hey, we're going to do some electrical work down here. Uh, but he, you know, uh, he says he got shot by one of the lasers by the aliens, you know, and it blew off his finger and scarred his chest. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then that whole, you know, that whole story came out. And then somebody else ran with it. Bill Moore's the... Um, he, no, he didn't do the. He did Roswell and Philadelphia Experiment, but yeah, whoever he was came out, early, uh, yeah. I think one of the earlier authors on. He was Roswell, first Roswell. He was the first Roswell book. Uh, so, yeah. So states Doty. I need yeah. to look into that. So in the in the Mirage Men, they they talk about Bill Moore quite a bit, and he was another person of interest to him, or that he was assigned uh, to. Yes. As far as, uh, yeah, the disinformation. He was an asset. So, He's one of his assets. He tr- assets. Yeah, that's the word that he used, yeah. He spoke fluent Russian, so he recruited him to be one of his guys. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. So, I mean, Doty's really, you know, he's obviously highly intelligent and has a lot of good recall. But it's weird, yeah. like you said, that he comes out and talks about nobody else. Everybody else is so secretive about this. They would dare. He must have a pension too, and he apparently doesn't care. So it, it kind of well, begs the question of why is he all of a sudden got diarrhea of the mouth and he's talking, he can't stop talking about it. There's He does, there is a couple things that he will not talk about, you know, yeah, if you remember. Names of uh, colonels and, you know, naming specific, well, he, he does say specific names. Um, and another thing about him too is interesting, and I remember this because when I was at the when I went to the the museum in Roswell, they had a UFO conference coming up, and I believe he was one of the guests that was there. Um, and then in that documentary, it shows him at a lot of these UFO conventions. So I don't know if he does like autographs or um, I know he's, he said he's working on a book and he's got some other things going on. But so he seems to be having an interest in the subject, um, you know, because he goes to all these UFO conferences and. Um, you know, got, you get begs the question is like, is he still on the payroll? Is yeah. he still part of that? You know, like, I'm just going to go out and throw out all this information and, you know, that's going to, it's so that, you know, that has to be asked. And I don't know if anybody has asked, I'm sure somebody has. Um, but it's, it is strange that he is so able to, um, talk about as many things as he does and nobody seems to you know it doesn't ever seem that he was targeted like you know lazar was like you know trying to erase his identity um trying to you know make it to where he couldn't work in certain fields anymore so uh that that part is is strange you know so i don't know um you know just it just makes that little that little that little voice yeah (laughs) it just says i want to believe but at the same time it's like there's a you know there's a there's maybe a 20 percent you know percent you're like ah, i just don't you know want to believe it but how, how would this um, be allowed i mean his sheer job was counterintelligence it's almost like he's being paid to do say and release certain bits of information about certain things you know he yeah. talks about dulce and he debunks it and says everybody's full of shit but then he talks about the air force actually doing uh, t- actually tunneling in later in the eighties, mm-hmm. I think, telling in adults the Archuleta Mesa doing some experimental tunneling in there. Why would they be doing that? And it who knows. But I mean, he acknowledges yeah. that as fact. Okay, well yeah, why all of a sudden a, are they tunneling in there? A mining company that was contracted to do some some tunneling. He didn't know the specifics of it. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, that there was a, a, a company out there that was doing that. So who knows? It could have, I mean, storing nuclear, you know, yeah. waste, waste. <laughs> waste. <laughs> I mean, it could be anything, but yeah, that's a, it's a strange place. There's a lot of, uh, um, a lot of sightings around that area. Um, a lot of locals like, uh, see a lot of things around that area. So, but it's also a test site. So, um, you know, it could be, uh, who knows anything to do the military or anything like that. But, um, yeah, like I said, that one, I'm, I don't know a whole lot about. Um, I know a lot of people have come out and talked about it. Um, there was a guy that said he was a, he was a medical doctor and he said he used to work in a complex in there, uh, in another documentary I watched. And, uh, he talked about, um, the, the, the vats of hybrids and things like that. And, yeah. um, he said that there's a device that they put on you so that they can monitor your vitals at all times. So that if, if you're something happens or if you're, you know, uh, freaked out or whatever, it's like, they know, you know, so again, that's another story, another general, another, you know, another guy that's saying that he was out there, um, but uh, I haven't really seen too much about that one since then. But well, that was anyways, the story yeah. that they were developing hybrids. You know, they were abducting people and, and taking DNA, making mm -hmm. hybrid alien um, and human, you know, entities. Yeah. You know, and, the, and to, it, to release out for whatever for whatever reason. I don't. I don't know. You know. Yeah, and, and you know what's interesting? He doesn't really talk about that, and I don't know. Uh, and, and it could just be that I haven't listened to enough of his, uh, uh, you know, interviews. But he didn't mention anything about uh, the alien abduction phenomena or, um, you know, having any knowledge about that per se specifically, which yeah. I thought was interesting. Um, you know, because uh, you know, there's a lot of evidence out there to, you know, suggest that that is, you know, something that's really taken place. And that kind of, you know, leans into the whole, the hybrids and everything like you were just talking about. Um, but it surprised me. He didn't talk about like, uh, John Mack or, um, uh, Bud Hopkins, you know, the, the guys that were going around, you know, uh, hip under hypnosis with a lot of these witnesses and things like that. So, yeah. um, thought that was interesting that that was kind of missing on that. Well, he isn't asked sometimes, if you ever interview him, hold those questions because he knows a lot of stuff and he can't, I mean, there's so much that he knows that he probably he may know about that. <clears throat> so, yeah. but there's, so he said he was at a convention one time and that he, um, somebody had stated that they have the Dolce papers, which I haven't, have you heard of the Dolce papers? Yeah. Uh, I, what, yeah. I guess that's a thing about, you know, the entire DNA thing and, um, yeah, it's extremely it's a, technical papers, and the original somebody has the originals, and they're offering to sell them for five hundred thousand dollars if you have extra money. Yeah, five hundred thousand. Yeah, I don't, but I don't know the point of origin for those. I don't know where yeah. they uh, originally came out, but yeah, there's supposedly a bunch of schematics of um, like how many levels there are of the facility. Right. It talks about the 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 hybrids, and there's specifically areas in there that they're doing medical experiments on people. Um, and things like that. So, yeah, I think because the validity of those is always kind of been in question. Um, it just, right. and, and just something I just haven't looked up, looked into it, but I've heard, I've heard it referenced like multiple times and he doesn't seem, at least in my opinion, he doesn't seem to think that, um, or at least not have a lot of knowledge about that, that area. So he didn't really give a whole lot as far as into that. Um, it's kind of like the, you know, the MJ 12 documents that, 
showed up, you know, that somebody was sent to through the mail. And those are, even though a lot of people stand by those and, and think that they're, you know, legitimate, a lot, there's still a lot of people that don't believe that they are. So, um, again, you know, that's part, that was part of his job. So I don't know, uh, the, you know, there's a whole secret part of the, the government or something out there that, you know, doesn't want to do. And now that we're talking about it, I'm kind of thinking about it. I'm like, man, I wonder if he's still on the payroll. You know? Yeah, that's kind of what so, I, yeah. as I listen to him, I'm thinking there's no way this guy is getting a pension and talking this much about these things. Either are they're all BS and the government's like, well, it's a bunch of crap, so we don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> you know he, what I mean? He must, he must know something about somebody. Like he must have yeah. saw something or, or know something or uh, – yeah, because I don't know if I've ever heard about him being targeted or anything. Um, but I also haven't heard anybody come out and say he's full of shit. No. <laughs> so at the same time, you know, it's... Uh, it's really weird. And it's weird. Yeah, I, how long have you known about this guy? I know you've looked uh, into this for your whole life, practically. Yeah, What's, he just pops up. He'll pop up on different shows. He's uh, on all... When I looked him up on Spotify, he's, there's a ton of stuff he's on. Yeah, I don't know if he was ever on Joe Rogan, but he... I didn't I've seen see that. On so many things. Rogan should think, talk to him. Yeah, the first time I saw him was probably back in the like early 2000s, I think, is when I first saw him. Um, and I can't remember what the the reference was. There's other people like him too. We'll have to find him. But there's other people that are similar that have you know that said that they have worked firsthand on things. There's another engineer I can't think of his name right now um, that came out and talked about uh, he he was like working on he was like working on rockets and. Uh, they brought him in to look at a uh, a propulsion unit that was off of a UFO, and he goes into quite a bit of detail about it. And I, I'll have to I'll have to uh, oh, yeah. fi- I'll have to track down his name and send that to you. But yeah, but it, very similar, you know, kind of the same thing. He comes out and talks about it, and there's there's some proof, you know, he had a, he had a you know military background. He's got the education background, um, so very similar. To that. And I think Doty, I think that's one of the things with him too is that he does. Uh, I think he's been vetted to where you know he did. He was in the Air Force, you know, he right. did and he did work for these offices and things like that. So I don't I think I think the government is just I think he's a uh, kind of a blessing in sorts. He can come out and say things, but he didn't. But he can also just, you know, uh, the disinformation aspect of it, I think, works in that favor, too. So they're just like, yeah, just let him do whatever he's going to do. Um, but again, like I said, if, if what he says is true, um, multiple beings, multiple crafts, multiple, uh, you know, um, uh, that's crazy to me, but you also mentioned one time we were talking about the, um, and I didn't, I didn't, uh, pay too much attention to this, but he mentioned the Zeta reticuli connection. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't remember exactly what he, what he said about that specifically, but, um, the, the planet Serba. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Serba. Okay. The that's secret the, journey right. to planets. No, sorry. Serpo. Planet yeah. Serpo. In fact, I've got. Oh, I just Serpo. got my book. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you know the uh, the secret journey to Planet Serpo. And we can, and I was just going to talk about. Funny you should mention that. I was just going to talk about. He talked about the Eben, and I know we mm-hmm. talked what Eben is, but the Eben was something. Now we got that out of Roswell, right? That was a survivor from Roswell, because one was alive. Yeah, was but that, he also uh, mentioned. Uh, I think that was a general term for just extraterrestrials. 
Yeah, but when he's talking about yes, and that could yeah. be because I don't know if this is the thing's name or if it was an no. even. Even is like a almost like a, uh, for lack of a better term, a uh, race. I'm going to use the term race. <laughs> that, yeah, that's their I, term for this alien, extraterrestrial race of aliens, I guess. Okay, I guess that's okay. the best way to describe it. Um, I, I didn't know if it was just like a type of slang that they use just to kind of, if you're talking about an extraterrestrial, that's that's kind of what they're using. But Yeah, I'm going to um, read the, I, I'm going to, I'm still reading the ex, <laughs> identified flying objects. It's so hard to get through. I've been doing this for months. And I'm almost done with it. So when I get done with this, you got to try uh, Audible. I haven't tried it yet, but there's a lot of books I want to read. But I think I'm going to switch over to yeah. So I can listen to it in the background. You know? Yeah, so, I think it's that might be better. But yeah. um But anyway, the Eben was um, it couldn't communicate. It didn't have vocal cords. We'll talk a little bit. What he because this is something he stated. That's yeah. something I know again. He, he said he had to use uh, hand movements to yeah. communicate with them. And he said yeah. he could understand it. He could understand it, not he. There, he had a handler, and he talked to the handler. He said, and he couldn't. The handler said that he could understand the even, but the even had trouble understanding him when he talked, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was uh, this we Colonel McKee. Yeah. Oh, the Colonel McClear was in charge, and then this is the dude that allegedly went to the planet Serpa via a wormhole or some some kind of device that enabled mm-hmm. him to go back and forth to the planet. Which I'm I'm going to read this book, and whether or not I talk about it, we'll see as I read it. If it's too science fictiony. We we can yeah. just not. And that's uh, and that's the know. one that he said he went to that he went to Zeta Reticuli. Yeah, it's well, the Zeta Reticuli is a system. So Serpa, I guess, right. is implanted in the Zeta Reticuli system. Look at yeah. us! Look it's at us! Talk interesting how that keeps astronomy. coming up though, because Lazar Lazar mentioned Zeta Reticuli. Uh, Betty Barney Hill, the star map that they drew was Zeta Reticuli before they even knew Zeta Reticuli existed. Um, and then now Richard Doty mentioned it, but he has access to that information. But it, that's interesting that that keeps coming up. Um, why name. why haven't we pointed the new telescope to? It's a very good Zeta question. Reticuli, yeah. and like it's, look uh, at one of the and find planet Serpa, and look at planet Serpa in the Zeta Reticuli system and see what we can come up with. Well, and who you knows know? if we can even see it? I mean, they might have some. Uh, this is just speculation. Cloak. But, it's a cloaking device. Yeah, it's a cloaking device. Because <laughs> I think I think they have looked at it with other telescopes. I think it's a binary star system, so it's got two stars. Um, is it a solar system or is it a, no? It's an actual uh, galaxy. No. I uh, I don't know. I think it's a okay. galaxy. Right. It's a I won't star. go down that rabbit hole. But, no, um, I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and then he, and he talked about, uh, some of the physical characteristics, which I thought was interesting. Um, the one being that he said had, uh, two, two hand or, uh, two sets of hands yep. or would that be two pair of hands? Two set. Yeah. Two pair of four fingered hands on yeah. one uh, arm, one arm though. What was it both? Did it have it on both? Two sets of hands yeah, on both? Yeah. He, he, yeah. He was kind of. It was um, kind of vague. I didn't catch. Yeah, it was vague, and it kind of. Uh, he was talking to a couple about a couple different races because he also mentioned because uh, uh, I think uh, to, just to mention Greer was the uh, Stephen Greer was doing the interview, uh, and it was hard to hear his questions. 
um, unless you had it turned like way up. But yeah, he talked about uh, the, one of them had did have uh, genitalia, um, but that was a different species, and I can't remember. Um, yeah, it's had, it, it. Well, it had genitalia, but it was it was a gland. I guess they call yeah, it. Yeah, and then he said they, they were, were all male. Males. They were all male, no females. Yeah, and it's like uh, I was like, okay. Um, it could be that they're both. There's a couple <laughs> things. You know what I mean? What's that called when you're both? Well, yeah, you think they're, uh, yeah, <laughs> there's a word they're, for it. Oh, a asexual. Uh, asexual or, uh, or, or a, some, I don't know. We're, yeah, where they can we're, uh, like we're, so, like reptiles. Like some reptiles can. Yeah, uh, they can be both without. Yeah. Um, so I thought, yeah, so he mentioned a lot of that. That's what I would want to ask him more about, like the specifics of some of the beings that he that he saw or, you know, had uh, had reference to. Um, but there was something else about that one, too, and I can't remember that he mentioned. Um, the one with the cat's eyes, which I don't know if those were the, the Roswell ones. There was another one. Um, there was you know, one so, with multiple joints, you know. Have you seen yeah, the, with, uh, let me see, Arrival, you, Charlie Sheen? Have you seen that movie? I know you've yeah. seen that movie. Um, yeah. it's remember there looks like backwards legs, almost like a, uh, almost like a rear legs of a, like a horse, you know, yeah. that's how yeah, they, it was, reversed. it was like revert. Yeah. So it yeah. had multiple joints like that. That's how I envision it. Cause he doesn't yeah. have any pictures. You know what I mean? He doesn't draw. Yeah. It would be handy if this guy was kind of an artist and he could draw things and show yeah. us. Cause I, now he, I mean, it, yeah, I know. It's like, he can't, even I can sketch something. He, he you know. says he's work. Yeah, he said he's working on a book. In that, so the second interview that I sent you, uh, he's been working on a book for a long time. He said, and there's a lot of information in there. I don't know when it's going to get done. Uh, he also mentioned, uh, we, and we talked about this a little bit. He's out. Yeah, they're putting like a tr you know trail camera or game cameras out around Area 51. Um, and he said he's caught a lot of you know interesting things. They've got cameras set up. Um, so, uh, but yeah, that, that'd be one of the things, if I could interview him, I would definitely go, I think a little bit in more detail about some of the, the beings that he's seen. Um, cause I've heard that there's multiple beings, like there's people that talk about, uh, you know, there's, there's multiple beings that are coming yeah. here, you know, the Virginia case I and mean, those aliens were like little, like kind of, I don't know, slimy, had an oily substance to them, you know, but they still had a similar kind of, you know, the large head and everything. Was that so, the I Brazil mean, thing? Yeah, the Brazilian one. Yeah, yeah. that um, was weird. That's another one where the guy touched it, carried it into the, you know, the hospital or whatever, or the police station, and then he mm -hmm. died of some major thing after he touched the thing. Yeah, supposedly James Fox, the guy that did that that documentary, has a photo from of the alien. Really? Um, yeah. So. I think he's saving it for uh, another documentary or something, but supposedly he somehow accumulated a photograph of that being when it was in the box in the, uh, in the room, and right. It, you know, kind of didn't know what to do with it. And they were taking video of it and things like that. Somehow, I think the guy that took that saved some of that evidence. And uh, uh, so, I, you know, we'll see, but that's what I heard. He hasn't, he hasn't confirmed it, uh, but he hasn't denied it either. So, yeah, that's um, a, that's one of the best stories out there too. There were so many witnesses that saw that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, so yeah, but uh, let's see. Um, what do you think about? I'm going to get off topic here because it's what I do. Um, okay. We shot down the balloon this week. Shot down yeah. tooth. Now we shot the balloon down, and they showed the 
it was kind of funny. They showed the bottom of it in at just a glance, and I'm like, is that really what the bottom looks like? It just looked like a a basket. <laughs> it looked like a really? basket of a you know, like you would ride in. Yeah, <laughs> I'm probably like, had some Chinese guy up there, you know. You had the guy in there. Yeah. <laughs> now they said it was unmanned. I mean, the YouTube we we had our U2s up there floating around looking at that thing, checking yeah. it out. It was gathering. You know, they said it's information gathering. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah, if it's it's relaying, if it's getting information, it's probably not going to save it. So it, and they said, oh yeah, they could they can turn it. You know, and I'm somebody's going to hammer well, me on this, but I don't know how you turn it. I don't know how you steer a balloon. I, I think okay, so I I pers- this is my personal opinion about this. I think that 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 was, I think that was the Chinese just testing us. They have satellites up in orbit. Um, they don't need a balloon. Uh, you don't need a balloon to go from Montana to know, you know, to see all yeah. the, the, the abandoned missile silos. So I think that was just them testing us to see if we would shoot it down. And it was funny because, you know, they, they somebody said it was a meme and it said, so they used a $600,000 missile to shoot down a balloon, you know, that they probably could have. I'm sure there's other ways they could have probably Bullets. Uh, Bullets. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> a lot less expensive. I mean, That's what I, I really said don't... in a couple of bullets. So it doesn't just explode. This... Yeah, I don't think it was a surveillance. I mean, it's just my opinion, and I could be wrong. I don't think it was a surveillance device, but um, you know, if you to go back to Doty, he said that they had they have lasers that they can shoot at spy satellites to blind them when yeah. they're over sensitive areas. Yeah, Area Fifty One. So I think they said. They... Why didn't they just use it? Yeah, the Navy has lasers. Why did they just shoot it down? It was off the coast. Yeah. Um, I, I think they just wanted to the F twenty, you know, see what the F twenty two because it you know hasn't seen it in combat. So they're like, oh, let's see what it can do. You know, let's go shoot this thing down with a missile. But, well, they they shoot yeah. at drones all the time. I mean, they they shoot at things. So that they know how to do that. But it's like, I, I thought, well, just put a few rounds into it and let it s- slowly just, rather than have it explode, maybe it could deflate slowly. Shoot it once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have, know. Yeah, I mean, have they come out and said that it was a, a like they say they're still like gathering, but I saw that basket and I went, This is the stupidest thing. It looks like a basket that's on the bottom of it. But I don't know. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna have to wait. I didn't dig into it. I'm like, oh my what is this? And then now we shot you heard we shot something else down. Did it's a you weather balloon. Was that what it was? Oh, I don't know. They uh, they were saying it was a surveillance balloon, so now we're shooting but, everything. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, the right, UFOs are going to start getting shot down, and I, the I UAPs. Was, I think China was just testing the waters. I think they were just like, "Oh, we're going to sense it," because they, they just play games. They play games all the time, like the drones off the, you know. The, yeah, the, and that was my the, that's my opinion that they were there. Was a, there was a Chinese ship in the area. Yeah, which they said is sunk, in my opinion. But <laughs> I've been like, they you're, said you're what? Sending, they, I say, they should have sunk it. I think personally. Well, I think they should have, you know, shot a couple of the drones down, just dipped a pool net in there and picked them up and find out. I think, I think you know. they did. I think they just didn't say that they did, but I bet you they did. That's that's a that's an aggressive act. Like, yeah, you you should be shooting. I mean, and, yes. you know, you're if you're under attack. I mean, I think you should be court-martialed if you didn't act. I mean, this could yeah. be really uh, hostile. I would have found the point of origin, and I would have at least went and, uh, you know. Uh, not captured, but detained that vessel and 
and did and they might have i don't know maybe they did you know we're only getting yeah. part of the story but but yeah our military i i would have you know i would have shot them all down and then went and investigated but that's just you know it's me I'm it's just me i'm not I'm yeah i don't have a pension yeah. to worry about <laughs> no don't shoot it there might be they're not man they're only like two feet yeah <laughs> they're only we'll like two world, feet long start world war three and i'm not 100 percent sure that those were drones um you know based on the footage that that, that you see i it doesn't they had characteristics that weren't really um, uh, 100%, I mean, drone-like to me. But, I, you know, there could be some advanced drones out there that we don't know about. But um, it's all, you know, you can just go by the information that's out there. That's the, the thing about Doty. It's just uh, it's fascinating. I, I hope what he says is true. I hope that's, you know, what he says. But at the same time, I, I just don't know. So the, now the thing we recently shot down, do you think that's a weather balloon? It's just a weather balloon, too. I think it was just, uh, I think it was, a, they were testing us. It was as big as a small do. car, it said, to also. It wasn't any yeah. tiny thing. Which the weather balloons are giant, us. giant, you know. They were testing to see if we would do anything. And then, secondly, um, because I really think that they want Taiwan back. And I think they're. Uh, well, it's the, NATO. You don't screw around. It's NATO. Yeah, but China doesn't care. I mean, they just. If they want something, you know, they're, they're probably going to go after it. But it would, be, it would be a big mistake. Very, very big mistake. It's not going to be like the Ukraine where we're just going to be backdooring it if we do Taiwan. It's going to be a lot different. Right. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot different. And we've got, yeah. then we're piling in assets into the South China Sea all the time. And it's, mm -hmm. we're prepared. So, yeah. I mean, if they, but... I always worry about the the carriers, though. I mean, they seem vulnerable to me, you know, with the anti-ship missiles so fast. I don't think, even though they have those phalanx guns that shoot stuff down. I mean, if you lob, if you launched a cruise, a bunch of cruise missiles all at once towards that thing, I don't think you could, I don't think you could stop them all, you know? I, yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think they have um, systems in place. I know they've been doing a lot of work with lasers. I know DARPA and all that. Uh, they've been working with those systems, and I think that they can probably. I think they can not only track a hypersonic missile. I think they can actually. I think they can shoot one down, and not not even the phalanx. I think they put the laser. Right. Um, I think that they can target. I think that they have that good of targeting capability. Plus, you've got all of the uh, support craft around it, so you got all those destroyers around. Uh, uh, what do they call that? There's a name for it. Um, the escorts. Or... Yeah, but it's just the all those craft that that's their entire purpose is to is to you know protect that carrier. Yeah, that's their um, escorts. And, and, and and yeah, things. and they got technology that we don't even know about. Um, so I don't know if the hypersonic, but but if that's the case, why is you know why is China investing so much money in building aircraft carriers? You know, if they're that vulnerable. Um, and then there's a new one I think that just came out. I think they it's like the the most advanced one. And there's um, one that's you, not manned that they're, I, I they're bet talking you that about. Thing's got so much shit on it that we don't know about. And then with satellite coordination, um, you know, yeah. uh, they were talking about the F 35s and you know, what makes the F 35 so uh, amazing is their, their network ability. So yeah. they network together to, to basically, yeah, it's, it's pretty fascinating. And, um, I think a lot of that technician and, and whatever the same tracking systems that they're using to track these things now, I think they can easily track a hypersonic missile. I don't yeah. think that's the answer. Um, I know we're trying to invest in them, and I know Russia was doing that, China's doing that, but um, I, I think that we have ways to, to 
to nullify that that threat. But it might that's that's one man's opinion. <laughs> and I'm not a military yeah, yeah. historian or you know anything like that. But, but I, I saw it yeah. on the internet, so it must be true. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> that's my opinion. Yeah, I was just curious what your thoughts are on the latest thing that we shot down because now we're just shooting. Are we going to be shooting some UFOs now too if we see them? Or if they're not, I don't know. We no. don't say how fast no. this thing was going either. Was it just floating along like a balloon? Yeah, it and was. It was pretty high altitude. I think forty thousand like, feet. Oh, was I heard like it was like sixty thousand or something yeah. crazy like but that? But it's um, you know, and they say the first one that they downed. They said the thing could steer, and I'm like, how do you steer a balloon? Have you ever been on a balloon? I only know that you can change up the vertical you know, because mm-hmm. of letting air out or whatever. You like, could have had propellers on it or something. Who knows, like, you know, solar-powered propellers yeah. or... Yeah, you know, I guess it's possible. I mean, they could do yeah, anything. That, I think that technology. But, yeah, I, I saw somewhere um, that, and I want to say it was back in um, in Vietnam... They there was a jet that tried to shoot down a UFO, and uh, the story was that they they turned the missile back on the jet and took it down. Oh, so wow. the missile went yeah. So they actually turned it around, blew up the jet, and then going forward, they're like, okay, no shooting at these things. <laughs> so oh really? Unless they're yeah, unless they're uh, uh, like an you know a, an absolute threat. Yeah. which they never usually are, except for they're just violating airspace. You know, that's that's one of the big problems with them. But, um, yeah, I think that they have a no-aggression uh, policy when it comes to those to those craft because, uh, first of all, there's nothing you could do. And and there was a couple incidents. It wasn't just that one. There was the Iranian one. I think there was another one where uh, the guy, I can't remember if he was shot down or so he was chasing one, and I think he was trying to engage it, and he tried to fire at it, and like he got, um, I think he punched out. And I might be wrong on that. I'm sure somebody listening is be like, no, 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 that's not right. But, <laughs> um, but anytime they've tried to aggressively do anything towards any of these things, it's it hasn't ended well. But they've never been overtly aggressive towards us, like just to attack us or anything like that, you know. So there's really um, no reason. To, I mean, they're, now they're hanging their hat on a navigation mm-hmm. thing where it's a threat because you know they, they could run into us accidentally, which they haven't done it yet. I'm sure they're technologically advanced enough not to they've, just run into shit. They've come yeah. close though. That's the problem. Uh, now that you know, yeah. a lot, lot more airline pilots are coming out, um, you know, they're allowed to uh, come out and speak now. Uh, there, there's a lot more incidents that people are talking about in the very close calls, and you know, and I, which is weird. I don't know why. I don't know why they do that stuff. Like it's just I don't know if they're just so like unaware of their environment or, you know, it's like, you know, they move so fast, you know, it's like, they're just not aware of like kind of what's going on. But I think, um, and, 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 and I think that's a good thing to base it on because that's a good way to get information out there is to base it on a, on a safety aspect. Yeah. I think, I think that's important. So, um, but yeah, it's a lot more information is coming out, a lot more eyewitness testimony. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of that in the next couple of years. I think that's pretty much going to be the, it's not going to be like disclosure or anything like that. It's going to be, uh, these are a lot of in- incidents that are occurring and this is the frequency that they're occurring. And this is, you know, kind of thing. So I think we're going to get uh, more information when it comes down to, to that. So, so next, next time, see if you done it, we're, have you, uh, with that Atlantis thing, the eye of what is it? The eye of the Sahara Sahara. Yeah. So, um, 
Maybe I'm gonna actually get a picture here. Actually, it's a really weird picture, but I got the book. Atlanta oh, wow. solved. So it's solved now. No, so I saw something, <laughs> um, and we're not gonna talk about the whole thing. We don't have time, but it's something for next time um, for us. And it's uh, there was a show that it's two years old, and I'll bring it up. I recorded it, and I'll show it to you. And they brought up this thing because it's you know you, it's heavily occupied by people that shoot and will shoot at you and cut off your head and things like that, mm-hmm. so you can't get there. So, um, but they did have on this show they couldn't get there, so they uh, tasked a satellite to do like a lidar from space, okay. and there was they found where there was. Um, dwellings and stables and things they were able to actually see that this thing was definitely something that at one point was people had occupied occupied it and um so i'll uh, i'll shoot that over to you so you can take a look at it so we can talk about that next that that lidar is awesome uh just to throw that out there real quick have you seen those uh, like where they go in the uh uh they go in the rainforest and there's tons of uh, uh pyramids um, and structures that are just buried all yeah. over the place. Yeah. Um, yeah. They found like Viking settlements off of like the North American coast. Um, it's pretty, that's pretty amazing technology. I love seeing those pictures, but yeah, so the, that's interesting. Um, I was yeah. wondering if, like, if they were going to do something like that in that area. Yeah. They've got the, yeah, but they saw that uh, it was weird because they saw stables and homes and just mm-hmm. all kinds of weird stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, we could talk about that uh, on, on another we'll show because that's another. I think that's another fascinating topic is the uh, the whole uh, prehistory, um, you know, periods that I think are starting to come to light. Of the, I think the history that we have is uh, isn't accurate as far as you know going back further. Yeah. Cool. All right, want to wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. All right. And thanks for joining me. Welcome to the latest episode of the Alien Probe Podcast. Visit us on Facebook at Alien Probe Podcast. See us on all podcast platforms. Check us out on Facebook at Alien Probe Podcast. Like and subscribe. See us on uh, Instagram and see us at Alien Probe Pod. And then... Check out our uh, website, Alien Pro Podcast, has all of our episodes. Thanks for joining me again, Corey. And um, we'll see you next time.